This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's a podcast on a Thursday after a Yankee win. What's up, Al Hughes? Oh, hi, Jerry. A couple quick things. Uh, one, I had uh, tweeted yesterday, you know, just in walking around the neighborhood, there are a lot more squirrels than I had ever imagined being around. Like, it seems like a lot of squirrels. Really? Yeah. And they also seem to be a little more aggressive and taunting in nature. So, like, the dog will chase a squirrel. Right. And the squirrel now just goes a little bit up the telephone pole and stares at me like it's going to lunge at me. How close are you to these things? Uh, pretty close, like uh, just a couple feet, Ooh. five feet. Oh, God. And they like look at you like they're going to attack you. You haven't had an experience yet, have you? I haven't. I, I did ask the Twitter people, and I had numerous people reach out to me telling me they have, in fact, been attacked by a squirrel. Dude. And other people saying that many people have been commenting that there are a lot more squirrels now. Like if you look on the, as far as roadkill goes. Like there's a lot more squirrels than there have been. Why? One theory is we're seeing all of these squirrels gathering nuts for the winter because it's supposed to be a bad winter. Great. I will and tell they, you, around our property, yeah, it has been... We, we have a lot of squirrels because there's a lot of trees where I am. Uh, but I have noticed, specifically this past weekend... A lot of squirrels running around with nuts mm. in its mouth. Exactly. So that's interesting. I, I listen. I've been telling you for a few months now. I think this winter is going to be horrendous. The squirrels know. I think the squirrels might know what's in the air that they know. Exactly. I need to know. How do squirrels know? Like, oh man, you feel that? We got to get some nuts. I, well, you know what? For if the you winter. watched Ice Age, you know these animals know what's going on. They do have instincts. They sense things that we, we, we're oh, used to our five senses. This is going to be a bad winter. Oh, right, because the squirrels are gathering up their nuts right now. I got to get some trees down. And you have that beaver in your backyard sometimes. The groundhog. So that, the groundhog. Yeah, it's still out there. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what to do to get rid of it. I think you let it be, Jerry. It, it, it wants to live there or just uh, accept that you're living with a groundhog. He lives I, in your listen, backyard. When we're out there, it's deathly afraid and it takes yeah. off. It's not like it bothers us, but it's, right. you know, I know it's also living under the shed. Right. What else is under there? Snakes. Who knows? Squirrels. Maybe there's a squirrel family under there hoarding nuts. 
It could be bodies under that shed. We don't know. Right. We don't know what that property was before it was your home. Well, I know who had it, and I hope that's not the case. Right. I'm saying like the 1800s. That oh. was someone's property. Yeah, it could be a burial ground. Like, you don't know that. Even where you are, that yeah. could have been, they could have buried bodies under that condo right. association years and years and years ago. Yeah. And then they're like, let's just put a condo over it. Right. Because uh, graveyard looks so unsightly by the water. Let's put a condo above it. You might be right. Then I had this strange thought today while I was taking a leak during one of the commercial breaks. I was thinking back to some of my old cars. I had a a Nissan Altima most recently. I had um, Ford Escapes. Where are those cars now? Someone's driving them. Do you believe that? Like, do you think? Oh, absolutely. So, I'll tell you why. Because, number one, the way you take care of cars, those cars will run for another 250,000 miles, number one. You took care. You take care of your cars immaculately. So when you turn a car in, that is an easy sell for a dealership because they don't have to do anything to it. Detail it a little bit. Get right. it right back out on the lot. You always had it. You brought it to the dealership. They had the maintenance records. That is about as easy a resell as there is out there for a car dealer. So and you turned it in not with four hundred thousand miles on them. Right. So I would say those cars are a hundred percent still on the road by somebody. But like I had, uh, I was thinking about, I had a 2007 uh, Ford Escape. Yeah, I think it's still out there. Yeah. You think someone's just driving that yes, around? Yes, absolutely. I Definitely. I would love to know where, uh, I wish I saved like the vehicle identification You want to reunite with it? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know it's doing well. I want to know pro- it's helping a family. I'll bet you, if you look through your records, I guarantee you, you can find that VIN number somewhere. Yeah, I probably could. Of course right, you could. Right, it'd be in like a Jiffy Lube. Uh, yes, in a receipt or something. Receipt. Or and then I could probably punch it in somewhere. Yes. See where the car is. Because I you know what's also funny? When you see like like when we're, we're at war with like the Middle East or one of these countries in the desert, and you'll see like an old Toyota pickup yeah. truck. That was the Johnson's uh, Toyota. <laughs> they lived on Smithville Way. Right, now it's in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> bringing people... You know, with different weapons to other parts of the country. It is like, true. They do ship cars overseas. You are yes. right about that. And but when I, I see those like old Toyotas in the desert, I'm like, are these guys because they're like terrorists driving them? And like, are they changing the oil on this thing, or they don't? <laughs> or they just run until it dies? I don't. They're probably not changing it. They're probably just adding oil. Although, if you think about it, they have oil <laughs> for cheap out there. So, right, it doesn't make sense. Oil for cheaper. Yes, very cheap. I think in uh, Venezuela, I think I think gasoline is like ten cents a gallon. Oh, and, and in New Jersey, today kicks in the sales tax, the gasoline sales tax. Awesome. 50 cents a gallon. That's it's, a lot. How much? 50 cents a gallon. Really? Yeah. So you're telling me the gas that I paid yesterday for 205 a gallon is yeah. 255 today? Correct. Damn, I wasn't aware. I knew that I knew there were taxes being put on it. I didn't know it was that much. Yeah. Wow. Or maybe it got up to, maybe when they just raised the taxes on it, it bumped it up to 50 cents a gallon. Damn, man. So maybe it's only, maybe it's an additional 35 cents. All right. Well, we're going to find out because I'm going to be driving past gas stations in about yeah. 20 minutes. I have two things for you real quick. All right. So I've been listening to Stern. Not a lot, but I've certainly been listening now All because right. of the satellite and everything. Yes. Two things. Hey, one made me laugh. One made me scratch my head. Here's the scratch your head part. He has, So he's doing the show obviously at home. Right. And his wife's around. They okay. were talking about how she was exhausted from cleaning the litter boxes. And I know they have cats. They have 27 cats? Yeah. 27? Yes, because they rehab cats in their apartment. 
So this must be some apart. Dude, 27. Yeah. I, I, I'm sitting there doing the math because they're like, well, we have 19 kittens right now. We have, what? We have five adult cats and we're fostering two. I'm like, yeah. 19. To, and then there was another one they picked up because it was 26 and one. Right. At the, I'm like, and whoa. Then, when, then they they get people to adopt them after they rehab them. Like they'll take cats with no eyes. So they don't you know. keep them. They keep a bunch, but I don't know that they keep them, but- there's always 20 cats in that place. Wow. That's absurd. Yeah. But you know what? Good for them for doing a nice thing. So that's very cool. And the other one was, he made, he made me laugh because this happened to me recently. He was talking about how he was having trouble sleeping. And then he finally fell asleep and he had to go to the bathroom. So he went to urinate. He stands over the bowl and nothing happened. That's what happened to me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that happened to me three weeks ago. I'm yeah. like, I'm looking down. I'm like, what the hell? Like, why did I get woken up from this and there's nothing there? Oh, I have the other thing where I go and I don't hear it hitting the water. I'm like, huh. No, no. This is nothing happens. Oh. And then all of a sudden, an hour later, okay, here we go. Pretty funny. Now I got to go. Yes. (laughs) It's pretty funny. So whatever. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show now. It is, uh, I was going to say, brought to you by, we don't have sponsors. (laughs) Soon, Al. Soon. 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 Uh, We didn't get numbers in our meeting. I was waiting for you to ask. Morning show, warm-up show numbers? Yes. I was waiting for you to turn your mic on and ask. Yeah. How those warm-up show numbers? Ugh. All right, we got to go. All right, Jerry, warm-up next. Yo. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host, Harrison Sanford, on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. All right, here we go. It's 5.04. It's a Thursday morning. We are working our way towards the end of the week. I am in New York City along with the Eddie Scazzeri and down in Bradley Beach with his Greyhound. His name is Al Dukes. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. What is up? Well, it looks like Tanaka's not the big game pitcher. Big game pitcher in his career. Last night, first inning, not great. Terrific in the second, third, and fourth. Not a a big game pitcher. And then they take him out. I actually Mm -hmm. fell asleep after the real. Did you see that great play he made on the bunt? Tanaka's bun play didn't see that. That was, I mean, it looked like a kid that was twenty years old making that play, and that's the that was the last thing I saw before I faded into darkness. And I really thought I was going to wake up with the Yankees winning like nine four. And he was going to sail through the rest of the game, but that didn't happen. I had a very bad vibe from the beginning. In fact, I did fall asleep, of course, because the game, I think, ended at 1 o'clock. Oh, my God. one fifteen a.m., so I, I wake up. My alarm was off at 3.30, so I was not going to see the end of that game. But No chance. I was very shocked when I saw that the Yankees won. Very surprised. Yeah, well, you know what? 4 nothing early, and you're thinking, all right, well, you know what? To Carrasco in the first couple, like he looked like he was on. Even though he gave up the home run to Stanton, you're like, wow, this guy looks. Remember the night before we said, you know, Bieber didn't look comfortable. Like I thought Carrasco looked comfortable and fired up last night. I'm like, boy, it's gonna be tough to score off this guy. And then when I woke up, now I went to sleep. It was when I fell asleep. I think it was five four Yankees. I'm almost certain. Hey, I think it was five four. And when I woke up, I said, you know, I figured it would be a slugfest at that point. But I didn't. I didn't think they'd win ten nine. I was impressed. And then yeah, very impressed. Saw the rest of it this morning. A lot of. 
A lot of weird things in that game. A lot of weird things. I thought we were going to, when I saw what they did with the rain delay, starting late and then pulling everybody off the field early in the game, I thought, and I went to Twitter and all the FAN hosts were like freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be four hours. Every every four hour show is going to do. Why did the MLB start this game when they started it? Right. After they sat there and didn't play oh, with no rain. Right. Which I've right. been, I've told you before, I was a part of a game like, well, not a part, but I covered a game like that 20 years ago when Roger Clemens was scheduled to start like a Tuesday night game at the stadium and it was sunny out, but there was a big storm coming. So they delayed the game waiting for the rain and it didn't rain for like two hours. Then the rain came and they started the game at 10 p.m. I blame coronavirus for this because we've heard from various weather men and women in the industry that the airplanes that go up and get all the barometric pressure and get to predict all these things, not as many planes are going in the air to do this. So they're getting less information. Interesting. How about that? Coronavirus. I mean, listen, the rain did. I will tell you, too, because I was listening to the game or the broadcast at this point. You know, Susan had it. Whatever app she's got, maybe it's dark. I don't know what app she's using, but she nailed it. She said, if they're going to play, play, because it's going to rain, but not for about an hour. So they delay it. And then they start it. And before the game even started, she goes, I don't understand why they're starting now. It's going to rain in about 10 minutes. 10 minutes later, it started to pour. Yeah, if the Yankees lost this game, this would have been crazy. Now, I don't know. In Cleveland, are they going to be complaining about this? I, I don't think so. No, I, I would, so. just to have something, something, some you sort of an excuse but, but that we lost. You know why lost. you can't, though? Because they got out to the 4 nothing lead. That's true. You know, they jumped on it early, but it broke their momentum when they pulled everybody off the field. That's what I would go with if I was the well, producer no. of Fox and Hound Show, whatever it is out there. Fox and the Bull. Fox and the Bull? No, because when they came back from the break, they scored. It was one nothing going into the break. They came back and they tagged on. Oh, right. So, no. And Tanaka looked uncomfortable. I mean, if anybody's going to complain, it'd be the Yankees. But what are you going to do? They won the game. And you know what? Stanton actually came through, did some good things. Gio Urshela. Right. And, ha- and how about the guy that gives up the grand slam that looks like a wild thing for Major League? Yes. Big grand slam by Ur- Urshela. That guy's funny looking. And then the other pitcher they have, he's like six foot five. He looks like he weighed, he was like you. Six foot five, he weighed 110 pounds. Like the old Kent Colby, very thin man. Really thin. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, you had like Stanton is quietly two games, two homers, Jerry. And last like, night's meant mock something. Mock me now. Right. Mock me now. Last Come night's at me now, something. bro. The, the night before, you know, whatever. It's a right. ninth inning home run in a, in a blowout. Last night, yes. they're down 4 nothing, And then, you know what? That gives them life. And then uh, Sanchez, home run. Yeah. Making it 7-6, an more, important home run. And more than that, the sack fly. Right. That's right, Jerry. The guys we were not counting on, Stanton, Sanchez, we thought they would ruin it for the Yankees. They're coming up. They did not ruin it for anybody. And DJ LeMayhew, who I know he had a tough night until they hit at the end. Well, I tell you, the guy is, you talk about what a great, great signing last year. Unbelievable. He's got to be player of the game, right? LeMayhew? No. no Urshela. Oh, I was going to do Leme- uh, DJ because he had the base hit that made it No, 10-9. it's Urshela's the player of the game last night. Are you sure? 100%. Grand slam. Yeah, the grand slam. 5-4. They were down... The double play yeah. he made when uh, right. Chapman is sort of struggling in the eighth inning. And then he also had, after Stanton draws a big walk in the ninth inning, he had the base hit up the middle that kind of not kept the inning alive, but put them into scoring position. No, I, Gio Urshel has got to be the player of the I, game last night. That guy, when we do player of the game, 
It's always Urshela. It is. I feel like I'm constantly picking him. This guy must be tremendous. I felt like Aaron Judge was yesterday. Tremendous. Wasn't Aaron Judge the last one? But I'm just saying, I feel like a lot of times it's uh, Urshela. Okay. Well, he's a happy happy fella. fella. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So now the Yankees get the Tampa Rays. On Monday in San Diego. That's going to be a brouhaha in the making. It might be. You never know. They're not allowed to fight, though. Is this also... uh, Forgive me, Jerry. I normally know all the rules, but with the coronavirus, I'm not sure. Is this also just a three-game series? No, they're going to play one game, winner advances. I don't know. Is it five-game series? Best of five, it, yes. And best then you of go five? to seven in the ALCS. All right, best of five. Yep. So with a, a nice long rest, because today's uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. they don't go till Monday. Right. So you can go Cole, Tanaka. And then I guess Hap. And Hap. He was going to be your game three starter, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. You know, it's funny. I'd go Davy Garcia. You would in a big and spot trade. Yeah, I Young would. Fella, and I, big spot. And I know. I guess his last time he pitched, he wasn't yeah, very not good. Great. But prior to that, lights out. But whatever. I guess it'll be Hap, and then we'll see what what they do after that. Well, you better hope Cole wins because Tanaka is not a big game pitcher, no, and he's going to be stop facing it, the Rays in game stop two. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Not a big game pitcher. Stop mm-hmm. it! Again, not great. Of... You know what's funny about the playoffs? is we sit there and we talk about like, you know, pitching matchups and you know how important they are. And yet, you really have you don't know. You have no idea. Like Cole was really good, Bieber who was amazing all season was terrible. Bauer was outstanding with the Reds yesterday and Carrasco last night not great. Tanaka not great. And Tanaka's an older pitcher now, but if you all kidding aside, a 1.76 postseason ERA, you would think he'd be really great. You look up and down, the the aces that are good, and then some of them aren't. It's like you have no idea what guys are going to do from game to game. Like, right, because you, you don't know if they're in the groove or not. You don't. And even like you pointed out with Stanton and Sanchez, who expected anything from them? Right. So really, it's pretty goofy. We sit there and we break down the games, and no one has any idea. Turns out Stanton and Sanchez, big game big players. Game. <laughs> Regular <laughs> season, don't care. Big game players when it comes to the playoffs. You might be right. You might be right. Well, lucky for uh, Yankee fans that the Yankees won last night and they don't have to play tonight so they could focus all of their attention on the Jets-Broncos game. Great. Because that would have been, uh, you know, which do you, uh, no, it wouldn't which have been do you watch? Yankees game three well, or Most Yankee Broncos. fans are Giant fans, though. That's true. So the poor Met fans have to watch the Jets tonight. Right. It's weird how that happens. I'm happy to be locked in on Jets-Broncos tonight. I just want to see a guy, something Rippin, the nephew of Mark Rippin, forget his first name already. Brett? Maybe. Like him just lighting the Jets up. I don't think that's going to happen. No, because you got Greg Williams, defensive coordinator. No. (laughs) He should go headhunting for him tonight. Well, I don't know about that. He should tell his guys, I got a bounty out on this ripping fella. I just don't think that it's going to be that bad of a game tonight. You don't. No, you don't I think, think the Jets. I, I I don't know who will win. I don't think. I I think this will be a close game in the fourth quarter, though. Hmm. Low scoring. Um. Take the under. I don't know. The Broncos are all banged up. Low scoring. How about what's the over under in this game? Let me take a quick forty-five. Look, would you say? I don't know. I, I feel like the over under for like Chiefs Ravens was only was fifty four. That seemed like seemed low for if you're going to give me the Jets uh, at forty five. I'm looking at it. Well, right I feel like forty five is like a like a base uh-huh. over under number for most right, NFL please hold, games. Please hold, Jerry. Let me well, see. I'm not going anywhere. Under. I'm here uh, until uh, ten o'clock. Forty one. Forty one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I over, would take the over on that. You would. I would. 
I mean, think about what you're talking about. 24-20, there's the over. Unless you think it's going to be a 13-6 game, which is certainly possible. The highest, let me ask you this, Jerry. I know you haven't looked at the games, but what do you think the highest over-under of the week is? All right, hold on. Let me pull up the, uh, let me just get the score, the uh, schedule. All right, so the highest over-under? No, no, hmm, no, Eh, maybe. I'm looking, I'm looking. I don't think Mm -hmm. so. Keep looking. I don't think so. This is a good one. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Highest over under. Boy, the highest over under. Great question. Thank Great point, you. Boomer. Great point. Falcons Packers. Falcons Packers at fifty six and a half. Really? Now Cowboys what Browns. What about Patriots Chiefs? Cowboys Browns is at fifty six. Patriots Chiefs. You're asking me about? Yeah, Jerry? I just fifty three. I, I actually would have said that had I saw that first. Yeah. No kidding. Oh, yeah. I guess they figure that the Falcons will go up big in that game, and then the and Packers then will <laughs> roaring back. Well, the Packers have scored a lot of points, and the Cowboy-Brown one is a good one, too, because the Cowboys have given up a million points. So that's interesting. That's that? right. So, Jerry, who are the – so Blake Snell will go for the Tampa Rays. Who's their second best pitcher? Tyler Glass now, who pitched oh, right. six innings last night and was very good. And, and that's that's the situation where you look at it and you say, all right, you know, those two pitched the way they were supposed to pitch. Right. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's It really is. It's funny when you when you look at these games. But, yeah, they. I thought they were good. The, the Rays went and did what they had to do. And what's funny is they came out with those T-shirts about the stable of pitchers. Yes. These, a lot of people were saying they were trolling the Yankees. Well, they're going to get their chance. They were 8-2 and two against them this year. We will see. And don't forget, too, they have Charlie Morton. Charlie right. Morton, you say? Yeah. So they've got three legit frontline starters there and a really good bullpen. I still think the, I think the Yankees win, though. You do? I do. I do. To me, I, it feels to me like one of these series where the Rays own them all year, but the Yankees weren't whole all year either, and the Yankees are going to come to the playoffs and be like, okay, you want to troll us? Goodbye. Plus, Stanton's hitting home runs now, Jerry. Oh, it's all good in the world. And I also, it's all coming together. I also like the fact they're going to be playing in, in warm San Diego. Yes. I think the Yankees win the series. I do. I might go to that game. I might go out there to San Diego. Oh, that sounds so awesome. Report there for, for you guys. Wouldn't that be great? I would love to make a trip out there. I could sit in the stands and do the warm-up show from lovely San Diego. At 2.15 in the morning? Yeah, it'd be a little early. A little bit. Well, or late for you. Or late. You're, you're a, oh, my God. Um, David Lee Roth used to say that to guests that would come on in the early morning of the show. He would go, "Are you? did you get up early or are you, or are you, or are you going to bed late or something like that? Right, because for him, he's going to bed late. Right. That was the end of his day was the show. <laughs> 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 you know, it was funny, too. I did not realize. I know in the regular season how they did it. I couldn't believe that John and Susan and I guess all these opposing radio stations are still doing games in their home stadiums. I thought in the playoffs they were traveling. Oh, no, all in their home stadiums. That's interesting. I did not realize no for the playoffs. Yeah, well, that's true. I didn't realize for the playoffs they didn't go with the team. I guess they're not going to San Diego either, I guess. I'm not sure. I would think not. I would think not. That's right. Mm. What was that noise? I don't know. It was <laughs> me being excited about Yankee playoff baseball. <laughs> Catch the fever. <laughs> Do it again. Mm. That's I don't, not I don't what know you what I, I don't know what I did. <laughs> uh, we'll give it. I'll tell you what. We'll come back with that sound. All right. Right now we're going to take a break. 
Eddie will work his magic. 517. Back with uh, Al Sound Effects next and Boomer and Geo at 6 on the... Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry. Don't worry. It's only an hour long. Mm. <laughs> well, that's not nice, Zach. Uh, 523. Mm. <laughs> if you're just waking up, the sound you hear right there was Masahiro mm. Tanaka after the game because he didn't pitch a good first inning. <laughs> Uh, and the game just ended literally four hours ago. Yankees wound up beating the Indians 10-9. Gio Urshela, Giancarlo Stanton, Gary Sanchez, all with big games. <laughs> what else, Al? That is still like, what is, games ending at one fifteen in the morning That's, on a Thursday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. What are we doing? With the first pitch that was supposed to be 7-08. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. like at That's least. seven hours later. At least the Reds Six. game, which we watched a lot of. It was scoreless, and you kind of understood it. It moved a little bit. It took a long time, but it was 13 innings fine. Last night, that's a nine-inning game that took four hours and mm. 50 minutes. Now, <laughs> I guess those are all my sounds. That's a 51-year-old man, everybody. <laughs> That's right. Mm. But, like, what was the rush to get that game in? They're, they they don't play the next game till Monday. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you can play, you play. I mean, once they start – listen, it's not like they started at 1030. They did start the game at, what, 8 o'clock, 750? 750. I mean, then they – Pulled it out, pulled it away for 30 minutes. Right. I mean, it wasn't an hour and 30. It was 30 minutes. You know, I would have gone out there and played too. It's it's not Major League Baseball's fault that the pitchers last night couldn't find the plate. You know how many walks there were in that game last night? How many walks, Jerry? Take a guess. And they do, uh, there were eight walks. 19. Oh, so slightly more. I mean, more than double. You know how much time guess. that takes? A lot of walks takes a lot it's of time. A, Four balls. And it's boring to watch. Yes. If you Now, if you're an Indian fan or a Yankee fan, you probably don't care. As a baseball fan, it's like, gosh, just throw the ball over the plate, will you? I mean, Carlos Carrasco comes out of that game because he can't throw the ball over the plate. So, whatever. What are you going to do? All right. Jerry, the best story, though, of the day, I know the Yankees advancing to play the Tampa Rays starting on Monday is a big story. You got the Jets Thursday night football tonight. But um, the best sports story that came out yesterday was uh, Mariah Carey, the singer. She has a new book out. She wrote this book, so it's not like somebody did an unauthorized book for Mariah Carey. She's, She's authored the book with, I'm sure, somebody to help her write it, as she's not a professional writer. Right, a ghostwriter. A little, uh, yes. So she has written about her time with Derek Jeter, who is now married with a child, I believe. Mariah Carey describes the first time sleeping with Derek Jeter as, quote, so sensual. Yeah, Jeets! Yes, with oh, what, honey, honey felt skin or something? Honey-dropped, s- smooth t- texture of his honey-dropped skin. There you go. Oh, man. Now, you were engaged. Anybody in your past ever think you had honey drop skin? Or was no. it honey drip skin or dropped? 
I saw two different. Uh, I, so honey drop. I guess honey drop could be a cough drop. That doesn't make sense. To honey drop. I saw one quote said honey dripped, and one quote said honey dropped. So I went with honey drop. That was the quote that you read that said honey drop. The one you put on the show sheet. Yes. <laughs> As opposed to the one that might have been. No, written. no, no, no. There, I did double check this because in two different locations it was written two different ways. I'm just joking with you. All we know is that. Uh, he was, I mean, that's got to be great if you're Derek Jeter waking up this morning. Not so great if you're his wife. She doesn't right, want to read that. She doesn't want to read that he was very sensual in his love making. Yeah, Jeets! Everybody, <laughs> I'll tell you this, he better be in his marriage or there's going to be a right. problem. <laughs> right. That's, that's interesting, yes. I did like the one excerpt that talked about how the first time they got together mm-hmm. and they had this incredibly long, big kiss, they figured, you know, we can't go further. I don't want to cheat on my husband. Well, you kind of yes. did. Right, right, because a, a long, passionate kiss is certainly not cheating. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on Tommy Matola, who she was married to at the time, and she also says that Derek Jeter told her that when he was young, he used to have pictures of Mariah Carey on his wall, and he told her his plan as a as a younger fella was to go play for the Yankees, go meet Mariah Carey. And How much marry older her. than he is? Her four years. But you know, women, Jerry, they're so much more advanced to it than us at the younger. Yeah, no, age. I get it, and I'm sure. I don't know. She must have burst on the scene probably at 17 or 18. I would guess. Right. I don't know. So that makes sense. He might have so been 12, were, 13 years old. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna become a, a Yankee in and Michigan, gonna, where he was growing up. Yeah, and I'm gonna marry this woman right yeah! here on my, on my wall. And I guess he, well, I guess he could have. Although, what what was the quote? He was a love in my life, not the love of my life. Correct. How about that? Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Do you think this comes up in Derek Jeter's marriage today? Do you think the I wife do. says anything? Do yes. You think he says, what does she say? Yes. Let's say, um, I think she has one of those passive aggressives. So, how sensual was it? Or she's probably looking for like one of her old boyfriends to come out and say <laughs> how sexy she is. <laughs> That's right. Or... Hannah Davis was my first. Boy, was she spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> then I saw a whole bunch of, of course, then we get these articles always at the end. They're like, Derek Jeter was linked to blah, 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 all these women. I know. I know. Well, he was Derek Jeter. Beautiful women, Jerry. I mean, you talk about doing it the right way, meaning you didn't get married. He waited until he was, you know, pretty much done with his playing career. Yeah. Didn't want to be one of those guys that's, you know, running around on his wife. Good for him. Hey, good for you. It's exactly. By the way, CBS Sports Network just ran a promo for the show. Mm-hmm. None of us in it except Boomer and Geo. Is that right? Yeah, a lot of lot of images too. None of us. It's like me not getting in the documentary trailer, the Craig Carton documentary. Nothing. Yeah, but I do. Uh, I said this to you either <laughs> off the air. I think it was off the air. Perhaps you're in it more than I am. So this notion that I'm all I over don't the doc. I, it is. Uh, trust me. I I'm going to get a timer out. Well, I don't necessarily think it's the timer as much as how many clips they use. They use more clips of you than me. See, I found that I felt like they used less of me. I thought you and Eddie had more clips than me. I I'm think we have. Here's what we have: we have longer clips. Ego. You're. Like, I think you're in it more. But shorter they, clips. Yes. So it's like you come on and you say three words, they move on. Yeah. Whereas when we talk, they let it go a little bit. But you're right. on it more. Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna. I am uh, going to z- sit there with a stopwatch and watch it. I'm going to write everyone's things down. Then I'm going to complain to the producers. Isn't it funny, though? You sit there for an hour. I think I was there for an hour and a half. Yeah. And then you look at what they use. It's like, where's the rest of it? <laughs> and then you it's remember. 
It's going to come out in a box set. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Along with the Tom Petty box set. <laughs> yes. Extended version. Jerry, I hope you did not do what you said you might do yesterday and put all of your money on the Twins. I came so close. I didn't. They lost their 18th straight playoff game. And the only reason I didn't was I wasn't home. And I thought about it when I got home. It was the first inning. I'm like, you know what? The game started to hell with it. And I did not do it. And I still cannot believe they lost yesterday. It's unbelievable. It is. Because, you know, it's, you know that streak, I don't know how far it goes back, but it's got to go back probably 10 years. 18 straight playoff losses. Like, you would think at some point someone gets a big hit along the way. Like, these players on the team now, they don't know anything about what happened 10 years ago. You know, it's kind of like when, you know, and I understand a Jet fan and the whole same old Jets mentality. I totally get that, especially if you've watched them play every week for the last 30 years, whatever. Totally get it. But you look at the teams today in 2020, these, uh, not 19, but these 21, 22, 23-year-old rookies, first-year players. You think they have any sense of the Jet history? No. And yet here they are, and it's almost as if you put the uniform on and you just become that. And for the Twins, I mean, you look at, I don't know. To me, it's its goofy that they can't win a postseason game against yeah, an Astro 18... team that was not great this year. Oh, and then what would you think of that? Carlos Correa at Good the end, he said, I know a lot of people are mad, but what are they going to say now? No, Boom, well, we just won. We're advancing. I th- here, I He's not wrong, but I would have held it until they won another series. All you did was win two games against the Twins. I mean, let's be honest. Lost 18 straight playoff games. Go beat the White Sox or A's and then say what you want to say. Then come talk to me. Yeah. I mean, they won two games. It wasn't even like a best of five. So I get what he's saying, but a little premature for my liking. Right. But no issue with what he said. I mean, there were no garbage pails or nothing like that. And I thought some jackass in Minnesota brought a garbage pail outside, you know, the stadium. Like, who sees that? And like, if you're (laughs) the announcers, why do you even say it? Who cares? Silly. Oh, and that was the other one. Oh, oh. In the Braves, you see the? Did you watch any of the Braves? Never mind. I'm not even going to ask that question. Well, so, I did. I had a game on when um, I had Cardinals uh, Padres on. So you didn't have the Braves Reds marathon no. on. They kept showing. Now we went there. Me, my dad, and my son went there when we were there for the Super Bowl. We went and took the tour of that stadium, and it is awesome in Atlanta. And the outside part of the stadium that they built, and they've got the courtyard and all the bars and the restaurants, a couple of hotels. So in the courtyard, they had, I guess, a big screen up where there had to have been. I mean, they kept showing it on the going to break. It looked like a few hundred people, I would say. Not one mask. <laughs> They're outdoors, Jerry. They don't need their masks. Fair enough. I, you know what? I'm not going to argue with that because if you're outside, it certainly does make a big difference. But they were lumped together. <laughs> I could not have sat through that game. one nothing in 13 innings. It really was a good yeah, game, though. Yeah, yeah. It was, though, because the Reds were 1 for 12 with risp. And Risk. they had so many ch- – and Bauer was awesome. So, yeah, I, I will agree. You have to actually like baseball to want to watch that. Risp. Um, that's not for the casual baseball fan. I do agree right. with you. So, let's take a break. It's 534. Right. When we come back, Al has a story on the NHL. How about that? And something on biking, too. Uh, and then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. Hey, speaking of that, Al Dukes, 539, did you see Biseglia left the CBS Sports Radio Network? I did not. And I only say that because we've talked about him because he's the Uber Eats driver as well, and he's got that he podcast was, uh, that yep, we've been and he was, on. 
He was Gio's uh, old producer yeah. when Gio and Jones were doing the morning show. How about that? I he saw... left in order to pursue his delivery drive. I don't know why. He just he just tweeted out yesterday that it was his last day. Wow. How about, so you don't know either out why. To him. Yes. No, I didn't know. I didn't realize. Know who else's last day was yesterday? Who? Coop uh, downstairs. Oh, is that true? Yep. Security guard. He didn't. He didn't tell me. Well, see you. Life is moving on, Jerry. Yes, it is. And you know what? Good for them for making the decisions. Good for you. Good for you. That's Jerry, exactly right. We might get. Uh, well, it looks like we're going to get a second Monday night game this week: Steelers Titans. Yes, which or two. I did read Tuesday still possible too. I saw on one of the blogs I follow that the people at CBS have been told it's a Monday night game. Oh, is that true? All right. But then. who knows? This is a blogger. These are blogs, Jerry. Who oh, you knows? never know. I, I saw start times of 5 o'clock or 7 o'clock. I okay. like a 5 o'clock game. 5 o'clock would be awesome. 5 o'clock Steelers-Titans. Yes, that would be awesome. Dun, 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 dun. I do like that. Although a Tuesday night game would be cool too, because then we've got the Monday night game and a Tuesday night game. But then you're giving them another, like one less day to prepare for their following week. You follow? Mm, that is true. But you know what? When you play Sunday and have to play Thursday night, I mean, true. That's, that's about as, bombs. That's three days. Yeah. That's nothing. That's why you usually get, like, I know when the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving, you get the short week going into the Thursday game. But then usually they don't play until the following Sunday. Yeah. Usually, although I want to say last year they might have played Thursday and then Thursday night and then the following Sunday. Hmm. Yeah, not bad. Did you see that Daniel Jones, people are saying potentially the next Lamar Jackson? No one's saying that. I saw something. He's like Lamar. Lamar Jackson is the number one rusher for his team that's because he can run the team that comes in second where their quarterback is the number one rusher is the giants with daniel jones that's because they can't run block for their running backs big difference thus daniel jones is the next no, lamar jackson no, he's not. i think we can infer that you can infer what you want you don't think daniel jones could be the no, next I lamar jackson i don't Nope. I mvp think... potential i do not uh, so you're saying no, no, I'm not no I will not say no he yes could could Daniel Jones win an MVP absolutely is Daniel Jones going to run for a thousand yards no he's not so you're saying Lamar Jackson is leading his team in rushing because they designed the offense around that you're saying Daniel Jones is leading the Giants in rushing because he's as running a for his life <laughs> yes that's exactly what I'm saying that is what you're and saying and I'm not saying that there aren't designed runs here and there for him yes but let's be honest. Daniel Jones is not that type of player. I see that when I watch those Ravens games, way too many designed runs for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I feel like that guy's going to get split in half at that's, some point. That's the bigger issue. It's not that he can't do it because we know he can and we've yeah. seen it. My concern would be I don't want him taking those hits. Right, especially someone could just cheap shot him. You got it. Take the 15-yard penalty yeah. or even get thrown out of the game. Yeah. And knock him for a loop. You ha I mean, just look at the Cowboys Seahawks game on Sunday. Yeah, I think it was Tristan Hill who rolls on Carson after he was down. Now, I kind of raised an eyebrow when I saw it at first, but then you know what? It was it's a fast play. I get it. He kind of rolled over him and Carson hurt his knee. 
then you find out the Seahawks were really ticked because they thought it was on purpose. And that's to your point. Defensive players do things like that sometimes. Right. Do you really want your franchise quarterback getting hurt that way? I would not. I I couldn't agree with you more. I also don't want him taking, you know, a shot, you know, near the sideline. You don't want him taking a shot to the chin. Like it's just, it's not worth it. So and the the Giants have Daniel Jones doing that now. That's not good. That's not good. No, it's not. He's out there running for his life, Jerry. (laughs) Yeah. Well, how about again? There, there, three running backs ran for seventeen yards on Sunday. (laughs) Oh, seventeen on ten carries. My math isn't great, but that's, I think, 1.7 yards per carry. So Daniel Jones has to run the ball then. Well, I'm not saying that, but they need to get more production out of their three backs with Saquon Barkley out. Fair enough. Yes. Did you see the NFL Players Association is demanding changes due to the MetLife Stadium turf? They want all fields in the NFL to be grass. So do I. So do I. I think that's awesome. It never happened. Never happened, but I think that would be awesome if we were back to grass fields. I hate that turf that has those black pellets that come up. Field turf. Ugh. Yeah, that's the rubber. Where the rubber meets the road. The rubber meets the road. Yeah, I believe that's like chopped up tires. If I was the NFLPA, I would demand that all fields also be baseball fields so that we could have teams, uh, you know, like taking snaps at second base, like the old, old school days at Shea Stadium and the Jets. I just That's had what this, I would demand. And I just had this conversation with my son yeah, two days ago when we were watching the A's game because we were talking about all the foul ground at the Coliseum. And I said, you know what? Now that the Raiders aren't there, I wonder if they'll put seating in. He had no idea that they played in the same stadium. Right. And you're right. It's, it's cool looking. It's like we were talking about the other day. You get to September and you see those games and you're like, all right, here we go. It's football season. And then you see the A's on the field the next night. That's what I would demand if I was the NFLPA. I demand all fields to be like the old veteran stadium turf. No, 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 no. Let's that, make it fast. That, that disgusting place. That or Cincinnati was awful. Houston was awful. Ugh. Three River Stadium. Three all Rivers. The, all, the, all the fields Boomer had to go to twice a, about pretty once much. a year. Yeah, pretty much. It's amazing he still got his knees. Yes. Like running and playing on that. But there were a bunch surface. of terrible ones. Yeah. I, I feel like this, the Kingdome, I'm sure, was terrible. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I don't know, but I would think so. I would think any of those AstroTurf fields from that were built in the 70s had to have been just horrendous. Yeah. Minnesota, right? Yes. I would think was terrible because they didn't put the padding in that they put now. So it was basically like playing on cement with a thin little layer of padding and then the carpet. Yes. And Boomer always talks about when you got drilled into the turf, you felt like you were, you know, you're going to break your shoulder every time. And then the defensive guys give you an extra jab in the belly. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they did, or had onion breath and you know breathe right. into your face. Which how's seems this onion? Brutal. How's this onion breath for you? Right in your face, onions and garlic. Ugh. Jerry, I was uh, skimming through Twitter yesterday. Last no, night. you were. <laughs> you know, getting reaction from all the FAN people who were furious at the baseball playing the game last night in the beginning and then having the rain delay. And I came across a NJ.com um, news story, which I thought the headline was terrible. Okay. Tell me what you think. Uh, give me the headline. Headline. Grandpa sucked into ocean by Jersey Shore wave, remembered as loving family, man. Oh, no. What, why would they? Why Grandpa is sucked into ocean? That's a terrible... Headline. Well, it's terribly sad. Well, how, what other headline you want to use? 
uh, loving, uh, loving family man uh, drowns. I don't know, sucked into ocean. <laughs> Just seemed so harsh. Well, a lot of them are harsh. We've always talked My about goodness. that. We've 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 discussed that many times. We have. We have. Yes, absolutely. Harsh headlines. That's harsh headlines. Very harsh. Nah, I agree. That's a sad one. What town was that in? It was a Jersey Shore town, Jerry. Let right. Which one? All right. Let me take. I just clicked on it right now. It's loading. You, oh, so you did not read the story. You know, I feel like I did read the story, but uh, Point Pleasant. Oh, there I actually is a lot of bad rip currents out here yeah. these days. I'm not surprised. That's why I, I, I love the ocean and the beach, and I hate it all at the yeah. same time. I really do. Got to respect it. Yes, Got to respect the ocean. And when those red flags are out there saying stay don't out. swim, stay out. You are not kidding. I remember we went on our honeymoon in St. Lucia years and years and years ago. And I remember the, the water was so calm. I'm like, boy, this would be lovely if this is how it was when we were home. <laughs> yes, but it was not. You it was get, not. <laughs> you could get pulled into the ocean. Very yeah, dangerous. It is. Let me let me give you then a better story than that, Jerry. Another headline? Took you, not a headline, but here's something I had no idea was uh, happened. Jessica Simpson yesterday posted a uh, photo uh, like where she looks really uh, beautiful uh, doing yoga poses. Sure. And she posted this because she has, had lost 100 pounds. Now, was she, I feel like she was on Nutrisystem or something? Yes. Is that right? At one point, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she, I know she has had that issue um, going back from the Romo days. Where after, I think after she broke up with Romo, I feel like she got heavy, then got thin again. And then I think this was from pregnancy, wasn't it? Yes, she weighed. This Think about this. This is Jessica Simpson. Remember the show Newlyweds with her and Nick Lachey? Yes. They say she weighed 240 pounds. Yeah, I believe it. And now she's down to, I guess, 140. And she looks like, you know, it's amazing. And forget female, male, it doesn't even matter. When you lose weight like this, it takes years off your face. Yes. Like, she looks like a young lady again. That's true, Jerry. If you she look at this sure picture. sure does. But that is really something. So she's 40 years old. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you tell me. I mean, it looks like she's, like she's 30 again. Yes. Really incredible. Well, good for her. That's what I say, Jerry. Hey, Jessica Simpson. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yes. That's right. Jerry, what are we going to watch now? Like, say, tonight we got uh, Jets Broncos. And then what do we have? Uh, are you going to be locked in some to some non-regional MLB playoff games? Yes, I would you say. Will yeah, well, first of all, I would say looking at it today, because I'm pretty free and clear today, I would think Reds-Braves is intriguing. I think the Cubs and Marlins is, especially after the Marlins won yesterday. Uh, I don't know why. I'm not into the A's and White Sox. I really haven't been for whatever. Although Giolito had all that near, not near, but that six perfect innings the other day, that was kind of cool. I can't stay up. I'd love to watch the Dodgers because Kershaw's pitching, but that's too late. And Padres, Cardinals, eh. I would say the first two of the day. Reds, Braves, Marlins, Cubs I'm into today. Where are they playing the Marlins-Cubs game? Uh, Chicago. In Chicago. Mm-hmm. They should allow just Bartman in. <laughs> No one else. He makes his return to Wrigley Field. But no other fans. no fans. (laughs) And he's got his uh, Walkman headset on. That would be awesome. (laughs) You know what? That would be one hell of a gesture. And he sits on that that same seat. If I'm the Cubs organization, that's a really good idea because his life's been ruined. 
They've since won the World Series, which we never thought would happen. Let's but make amends. He doesn't want to have anything to do with it. I think it's on Bartman's side. They oh. have reached. They have tried reaching out to him over the years. Oh, okay. And he doesn't want to. Now, in a world like we're in today, where everyone is traceable, everyone uh, could get social media, how have we not seen a picture of Bartman? Ah, uh, like, because he's in hiding. But he, but he still like lives in Chicago. I don't. Does he really? I don't even yeah. know that. Okay, I don't know. Maybe there have been pictures. We haven't seen them because we're not searching his name anymore. But and it is a that. long time ago now. Steve Bartman. Maybe there are cool. photos out there. Who knows? He seems like. When I see the video now, and like when you go and you just Google Steve Bartman, like it seems like a, a character out of uh, out of time. A long time ago, before it was before social media. Yeah, but he's like seems like it was a like in a movie. This would be a character that doesn't really exist. Oh, you mean because of his just look in our heads? Yeah, yeah, understood. Because of the headphones and everything, and the hat. Yeah. Never know. Maybe it didn't exist. Maybe it didn't happen. What happened to Steve Bartman? We got to take a break. Hmm. Well, will you look up what happened to Steve Bartman? Although they had that 30 for 30 on him. Yes. So that was weird when they, that. when they showed the video of them ushering him out of yes, the stadium. Yes, I know. Yeah, could you? I know, I know we got a break. Could you imagine <laughs> if that happened now in the day and age of social media? Right. As bad as it was then, it might be 20 times worse now. Yes. Which is hard to believe. 552, one final break. We'll get you Boomer and Geo at the top right now at Radio.com. Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo at 6 o'clock. Yankees win 10-9, back and forth game that ended after 1 a.m. And it only went nine innings, but there were a million walks, a lot of hits, and some not great pitching. And so that's how you have a four-hour and 50-minute game. What else you got, Al? I uh, did a little more Googling of Steve Bartman now that the – first of all, he must have been like – what the Cubs are playing the Marlins in the in the baseball playoffs? I got to bring this is all going to come up again because it is. If you Google it, it's a lot of stories on Bartman now. Uh, we last heard from him when the Cubs won the World Series. They gave Bartman a ring. Wow, I didn't know that. But he didn't accept it in person. He he put out a statement where he was very happy to get this ring and blah blah blah. But has I don't think this guy has been seen since then. Wow, that's, it's impressive to be able to stay that private yeah. in this day and age. I agree with you. I would love a documentary on Steve Bartman today. I don't know why. Well, wasn't I want the to see one they made only a few years ago? Yeah, but that did that that didn't have it was only using the footage from that game. So you want you want a documentary following him around today? What yeah. his life is like now? Yeah, when he goes out to dinner in Chicago, do people go, "Hey, Bartman"? Right, or because they after they know? win the World Series, you've got to think. You kind of can forgive. All's forgiven. I would think so. I would like think. the Bill Buckner. All's forgiven. Is it though? Didn't he go into hiding too? He did, but but now he's like on Curb Your Enthusiasm, joking around with Mookie Wilson. Uh, oh, is about, that true? Yeah, he was on a great Curb Your Enthusiasm where uh, he played himself, and I think he dropped the ball that Larry threw to him and <laughs> caused some chaos. See, now that's funny. You can laugh at yourself. I like that. And the 3 2 is swung on and hit in the air to deep left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Gio Urshela 
the most happy fella. The Yanks sweep the Indians and move on to San Diego to open their ALDS series this coming Monday against the Tampa Bay Rays. It's a best of five series.